Everybody, welcome to the show. You know where you are, the nine at nine with me, Tigo. And you know, if you're sitting there right now, it's nine o'clock in the morning Pacific time, and we have an amazing expert coming to the stage. But today is extra super special because we're going to talk about empowerment, getting inspired, and motivation. Let's go. So sit right there. We'll be right back. Expert Talk is sponsored by Pod Nation TV the podcast to broadcast network. everybody. Welcome back. Yeah, this next young lady is all about empowerment. You know, for me, I've had a couple of best-selling, you know, books, but she's working on number 16, I believe. Ooh, yeah, Dr. Shelly Hiskey is here. And let's rock this empowerment and get inspired, Doc. What's happening? <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here. We had some peaks and valleys trying to pull this off, but you're finally here. And I thank you for, you know, just hanging out a little bit. And we got this now. <laughs> okay, so I heard a little birdie told me, and I know we should probably save this for later, but it's just too good to hold on to. A little birdie told me, you're getting a lifetime achievement award? Why? You're only like 25. You've not done much. I mean, you've got what, 15 bucks? Who does it? What's going on? Lifetime achievement. Congratulations. I am actually, I'm keynoting next week at UCLA. It's one of my many colleges that I've, I've been able to keynote at from Harvard to Oxford University in England. And I'm going to be at UCLA and the Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award is being given to me by the the. President Joe Biden's White House, they're, they're, they're honoring me with that because I have done over 4,000 hours of volunteer service in my lifetime so far. Wow. Okay. How, I would say how important is volunteering, but you're proving it. What made you start volunteering in the beginning, that first hour? What made you say, I'm going to do it? So my parents were both very active in the 80s with the, when, when HIV and AIDS was predominant. Mm-hmm. My father was Mm -hmm. a doctor. He had one of the very first AIDS patients in Akron, Ohio, in his um, hospital bed that he had to to work with. And my, I remember sitting around the the dinner table, Tigo, and my dad said, you know, I took an oath to serve the the needs of, of the patients that come into my practice. And he had AIDS and my mother started getting very emotional um, not my dad didn't have AIDS, but the the person that that he, his new patient and my mother Mm -hmm. started because she worked in the theater at the time. She ran the local theater. And a lot of the, the gay men that were in the theater at the time were very concerned or contracting it at this time because there, you know, we didn't know that much about it. There was a lot of worry about it. Um, but my parents both came together and we said, you know, go do this, dad. We came together. We helped to build Micah House there in Akron, Ohio. And wow. We- 
ever since then, we, you know, we, we would go and my mom would take the guys out for, for dinner uh, every Wednesday night and we would make huge Thanksgiving dinners for them. And I would dress up in a little elf costume and pass <laughs> out presents at Christmas time. So it was, really became a part of my life at a very, very young age. Um, just getting back, getting in there, getting in, in the mix. And I've been doing it ever since it, from homeless shelters to helping with domestic violence survivors. Um, I, I, it's very much on my heart to give back. I'm very much a ser servant leader. Well, I want to thank you and your family because I remember the 80s very well, lost a lot of friends. Yeah. I actually remember sitting on a on a stoop at a brownstone in San Francisco and seeing the quilt march for the very first time. I think there were tw 12 patches then. Oh. It was very small and there were hundreds of people out there with candles and we didn't even know what it was. We didn't know what the crowd was. And then when they went by, we saw the quilt and yeah. that's how we knew what it was. So I want to thank you. You know, I did back in the day, I'm a computer programmer and I wrote computer code so that they could, back then there was no chatting, you know, like we have now. We wrote it so they could chat through their computers back in the day. So, because they were at home alone. So I, I remember, I totally remember. And I thank you and your family well, because thank, we, we thank you for what you did. And you know, it's, it's not a, it's not a death sentence anymore, which is such right. a to be able to say, um, because, you know, there was the education and, and those type of things and the, the medical progress. Um, but I think that we need to consider that with, with the volunteering and with the, the giving selflessly and getting in there and, and not being afraid to, to, to go where, you know, there, there could be some danger. We didn't know right. it, but being able to do that, giving those a voice, giving them a hand, giving them, you know, somebody, somebody that felt kind of like family, that that's, that's, mm -hmm. that's huge. To, it's to important today too. And, you know, I, I have nothing against the food drives and, and the turkeys and all that stuff for the major, you know, Thanksgiving and the Christmas holiday season and all that, but people are hungry all year long. Always. Absolutely. You see them out there. I mean, tons come out for Thanksgiving and it's like, then you come back there a couple of weeks or a month later and it's the same core crew yep. that is doing it all along. And it's like, we forget that, you know, kids have to eat when there's no school food programs, you know, people are homeless and they have nothing to you know eat or keep them warm or anything in the winter, not just in the holiday season. So whenever I meet someone like you, that is truly digging deep and rolling her sleeves up. I want to say bravo. If I wasn't strapped to this chair with this mic, I would give you a standing ove because I think it's absolutely amazing. And you didn't stop there. You also started a nonprofit, correct? My, my global sisterhood. I mean, I started it, but women around the world have really come together, pulled their resources, pulled their networks, made, made things happen from our entrepreneurial school in Tanzania, Africa, to Dr. Mina, who is in Nepal, who was, she was a Harvard researcher, Tigo, and she went back to her homeland of Nepal when there was a huge earthquake. Most of her family wow. died. And she looked around and she saw that was, that was huge, but also there was so many women that were not able to read. They were not able to communicate. They were mm. not able to get jobs and provide for their families. So she has taught Dr. Mina is one of our wonderful leaders of the Global Sisterhood, and she has taught over 87,000 women how to read and write there in Nepal. Wow. 
talk about that's an achievement. Wow, that's absolutely amazing. So I've got to ask before I get any further in, you know, I always talk about fear. I always talk about what's stopping you. You are taking on the world. Are you afraid of anything? Oh, am I afraid of anything? Yeah, narcissists. <laughs> I'm with you there, Doc. I'm with you there. <laughs> Crap out of me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You have written 15 books. I have. And they're more than 10 pages in a cover, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Wow. I really, I started back, I was a tenured professor for a decade. And um, so I had my undergrad and my, to my doctoral students, it was very publish or perish. Um, So I got in there, I was writing textbooks, I was writing um, a lot of, you know, I went into the, to the, the bestseller type of inspirational books, really, because I met one woman who changed my life. And so it just really spiraled from there. I met Clarell Radicella, God bless her soul. She She's up in heaven now, and she's one of my angels that's helping me with all of this. Um, but there, there have been people along the journey that have gotten me to where I'm at and be being able to you know, interview over a thousand women around the world. I, I've been on 60, over 60 magazine covers at this point. Forbes and I, you know, I do, I do a lot of different things, but it wouldn't have been possible without the amazing angels and people that have helped me along the way. That's amazing. Now I know we got to run out of time because Alan threw that two minute warning up there and I got to have you come back because we're just getting started, but you have an event coming up. Your empowerment event is coming up. Can you just take like 30 seconds? Tell us what's going on, how they can find you. So it's actually a seven-week proven curriculum for women around the world to come together and find out how they can find inspiration, empowerment, balance, and abundance. I love for for any woman out there that really wants to live their best life and live their, their dreams as far as having a business and being able to balance it with their family life to come into the Empower You Masterclasses, the eighth cohort coming up. And how do they get in touch with you, Doc? ShellyHitsky.com. ShellyHitsky.com. You're amazing. You know, this is our nine at nine show. We got to have you come back. I hope you'll come back and just hang out with us again because this is so much fun and you are inspiring. I'm thinking millions. I'm just going to put it out there. You are inspiring millions. I thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Okay, okay, don't look at me like that. I got you. I got you. I know you're probably driving or you're busy at work and you didn't get how to get in touch with Dr. Hipsky. Very easy. You know what to do. Go to TigoDirect.com. Type in Dr. Hipsky. Type in inspiration. Type in motivation. She's coming up. Don't worry about it. And reach directly out to her. It costs you nothing. It costs her nothing. It's our way to connect us and make sure you guys can reach out to all of our amazing guests. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know you did. You know I want you to come back next time. And as always, I'm Tigo. I'll talk to you next time.